Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. What a way to get things started on a Tuesday. Right away, let's get on out to the Sprint special guest line. Uh, Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Dennis Lindsay, with us back on the big show. Dennis, happy Tuesday. How are you? I'm good, Jake. How about yourself? Well, I'll tell you what, Dennis. I I just I got a little bit of a vacation out uh, out of town for about five days, and you are my first segment. So you know, I don't even have a chance to warm up, and I've got a heavy hitter guest right off the top. So you'll forgive me if I'm a little I'm a little uh, slow today. Both you and I can wing it together. How about that? That's what Gordon normally does <laughs> anyway, is, right? That is what Gordon normally does. So, uh, But we do. We have a lot of ground to to cover with you and uh, want to start off with kind of your feel on the team right now. There's, a, a, as you know, a ton of excitement amongst our listeners, and the team has been playing so well. How pleased are you with the progress that you're seeing on the floor? Yeah, I think that's really, Jake, all you can ask for at the end of the day that the group come together and improve. And there's a lot of things uh, that go into that. I'm sure many people would ascribe the majority of it to the change that we had on December 23rd. And I think that's a piece of it. But, you know, Quinn's doing a few things tactically different. Um, Players are getting to know each other um, better. Uh, the league has adjusted to a few things that we do, uh, that we did last year, I should say. And and so we've got to adjust to their adjustment. And now we're, as you know, reintegrating uh, Mike Conley uh, into uh, the team. And those early returns have been terrific, and we're excited for him and, and us. So, yeah, there's a few things um, that, we, uh, that we've improved – improved upon and 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 frankly we just kind of got to put our head down bow our neck and continue to improve um you know so we could start tackling a a tougher part of the schedule that comes up over the next few weeks 
so many specifics to get to, but I do want to kind of start here early in the interview with, of course, the big news of this week. Royce O'Neill, you've come to an agreement on a contract extension with him. Can you talk about maybe it, it, it has to do your heart well a little bit to, to reward a guy like Royce who's worked so hard and worked his way into the rotation and really become an unbelievably key component on the team. I imagine from your perspective, that's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, no question. You know, how about the story behind it at, at so many different levels? And as always, um, Jake, something earned versus something given uh, is just more rewarding and, and to see someone like Royce really grind uh, uh, through many camps and summer leagues. And, and look, there's worse things in life than to be a, a good overseas player. But when you're a domestic player and a good player like Royce, you, you, you do. You wonder if you have the, the chops and the wherewithal to, to make it in the NBA. And Royce is a, is a special person, but, you know, he also has uh, a lot of NBA characteristics that he and the coaches have been able to draw out. And so whether it be humility, competitiveness, um, you know, his level of skill uh, has improved. And the thing that gets lost with Royce is just how physically strong he is um, in being able to take a variety of matchups, some that highlight his mobility, many that highlight his strength. And, and so we, we couldn't be more pleased to, you know, come to an agreement. It's it's the best kind of agreement where Royce trusted us. We trusted him. Uh, there was very clear communication uh, with Royce's agents, uh, Kai Sullivan uh, and Stephen Human, most notably. And, and, and so those are always where the best deals are made. Dennis Lindsay is on with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You alluded earlier to the Jordan Clarkson trade, and uh, it, it's been a bit since we've talked to you, and I, I was kind of, I'm kind of glad to ask you this question with the perspective of you've seen how it's worked over the past several weeks, but take us through the decision to, to make that move, the timing of it, and now how you've seen it play out a little bit. Well, sometimes timing is dictated by another party, uh, willing to be motivated, and we had a good young prospect in, in Dante Exum uh, that got healthy, and and we were able to uh, put Cleveland's salary cap in a different position underneath the luxury tax to a greater degree, which gives them more flexibility and, and a trade exception itself. And we obviously needed a bench score, and, and jo- Jordan's been. Uh, beyond our expectations, some, you know, his vision uh, to be able to pass, um, some of it subtly more so than than grabbing onto a hard, fast statistic. Uh, he's met our level defensively. I think Jordan wants to be viewed as a serious basketball player, and I think he's excited to be uh, playing for a team that uh, is in a playoff chase. And one thing that I would highlight, Jake, that, that uh, you know, we felt like we had in early, mid-December when our team started to form, even though we didn't have Mike Conley to a large extent, we had a little bit of a math problem. We weren't quite as good on the offensive glass as we've been in years past. 
and we were turning the ball over. I think we were 26th overall in turnover rate, and and we've dropped our turnover rate. We got as low as 20, 21 uh, ranked uh, in, in turnover rate in the league. I think after last night, we're back up to 23. But, you know, Jordan's ability to score and also couple that being low turnover, Tony Bradley's ability to score, uh, in particular off the offensive glass, is has uh, been able we've been able to shrink a possession deficit um, you know that and then our players getting to to know what Quinn wants Quinn adjusting some strategies so we've had three or four things that kind of lined up that allowed us to um, not lose the possession battle uh, to the degree that we were losing it in December and you uh, uh, put some faith in, in guys like Tony Bradley and, and George Niang and giving them uh, you know bigger opportunity with those moves. And it seems to me that they've played really, really well. It seems like they've taken advantage of it. Yeah, no question. George just come in and bang shots like we knew he could. And I think just a, a more steady role, a steady diet of minutes and at the same position with 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 the same substitutes it, it has helped him um in his play got a quick trigger jake and and so that even that pass last night in the second half to the right corner where he catches it and tees it up in an instant is um is modern uh power forward basketball you probably wouldn't ascribe that to a a, a typical power forward, but with where things have moved with empty post offense and four out one in spacing, you know, to have a, a big man as skilled as George uh, can, can help us. And, you know, you just, you, you get a player that can make two or three threes in a row. It really uh, breaks open a game. And then I, it, as I stated earlier, Tony Bradley's a young player. He trusted us. His agent trusted us. You know, he was having to apply his trade in the G league the last two years and just slow and steady work and an honest assessment. And, you know, he's made some strides um, defensively, even though his foul rate's still too high. He's, he's done really good work on the defensive glass. Tony's always been an excellent offensive rebounder, but he needed to get stronger so he could anchor um, uh, territory around the, the rim and, and not get uh, wedged underneath. And he's much better than that uh, than he was two years ago. And then a little-known fact, Tony literally leads the league in offensive rebounding rate. And anytime you get a 22-year-old that can lead the league in any category, uh, it's a good place to start, Jake. So, again, you know, a few changes with, with Jordan and now integrating Mike. You know, we're we're pleased with where the, the depth has moved to and the production that they're giving us. Dennis Lindsay is with us here on the big show. And, uh, Dennis, we've got to bring up, got to talk about Donovan Mitchell. I, I made a promise to the listeners <clears throat> that we would not take him for granted as okay. he's been so consistently good. But it, it it seems like watching, we've seen him go toe-to-toe, and I know it wasn't in a winning effort, but that was pretty special with he and Brandon Ingram the other night. And we've seen him do it with Kawhi Leonard and, and Damian Lillard in the fourth quarter where these games are on the line, and he's more than held his own. What has he done to, na- to take that next step into to the realm of, of stardom in the NBA. Yeah, so I, you know, he and Rudy as the anchors, I would never uh, take them for granted. They, they're both unique and special and, 
in their own ways and 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 so Donovan specifically, I think he just had a real good summer where, again, two summers ago, everybody knows about the toe injury. We had to hold him back um, and, and, and keep him physically safe. We just don't ever want a toe or a foot and ankle to become chronic. You're, you're, you're always managing that if that's the case. So, so and then, you know, I, I think the experience with USA Basketball uh, you know, sharpened uh, the his uh, his tool set that he had. Uh, I think it gave him a greater degree of confidence um, that to know that he he's one of the best you know players in the world at 23 years old. And so I I was um, expecting a uh, an improvement off what we saw the first two years. You never know to what degree and how consistent, but with where he's at with what he's already been able to do, you know, you, you, you do wonder, you know, where's, where's that upside. And I think uh, his approach defensively, uh, especially early in the season was noted. I think all of the players, but in particular, the new players needed to see his energy and ferocity uh, on the defensive end to kind of set the standards that he and Quinn and, and Rudy want met. And, I think he was able to do that, and you know he's played some uh, two guard position when when Mike's been healthy and when he comes in with a the second unit, and then when Mike got hurt, he obviously took the reins as the lead ball handler in conjunction with Joe Ingles, and uh, that's gone well, and, and so uh, I couldn't be more pleased with not only his progress but his mindset. You know he's very few guys are as willing to give his teammates, his coaches, his organization, his city uh, credit. And um, I always appreciate that uh, to Donovan, that he knows a lot of the attention is going to be centered around him, but he's wise enough to know that when Royce O'Neal gets an extension or Joe Ingles has a big game or Boyan helps him out with some late game situations to, to – nod and, and tip the cap towards their efforts. He, I think he's wise enough to know that this is a team game. Yeah, just to back you up on that, Dennis, as you know, uh, hosting the postgame shows, I hear all of, of the postgame sound and hear from Donovan each and every night. And every night he mentions at least a half dozen teammates. I mean, he, he does, and he, he seems to, you know, play – he seems to play to win as opposed to play – for himself, and that's you know that's that's pretty remarkable. And I would think, from a leadership standpoint, that's very popular with his teammates. Um, believe me, I'm not complaining. And, and <laughs> frankly, Jake, that that's what happens when you've been raised right. We we're the beneficiaries of that. Sometimes you've got to help guys, um, you know, lead. And, and certainly, Donovan's in a much greater position to do that now than he was when he when he first joined. The NBA, but you know his parents, his coaches, his teachers, all those significant others that made him who he is today. They just did a really good job, and um, and because of that, you know I think the players that, that in particular didn't know him previous to the season uh, can appreciate that, and and so that could be work ethic, that could be sense of humor, that could be giving you know Rudy credit. You know, as the most dominant defensive player in the league, um, so uh, you know we, we we like that. You know, he's helped lead in our chemistry. 
Last year, Dennis, you came on the show, and uh, of course you're always in a good mood when you come on the show, but after Rudy had been snubbed from, from the All-Star game, you were, uh, I'll say, a little grumpy. You were a little grumpy uh, about okay. it, and that's and that's fair. So with that in mind, are you doing any campaigning behind the scenes, Rudy and Donovan, All-Star campaign to help these guys make that roster? Yeah, of course we are. And, you know, Quinn, uh, the, the next vote beyond the fans' vote is the coaches' vote. And, and look, I'm not going to rehash. You guys know where I was at last year. You know, this is important to Rudy, and therefore it's important uh, to me. Um, so, uh, Rudy in particular, Jake, I, simply put, he's just one of the best basketball players on the face of the planet. And we're beneficiaries of that. Our record uh, since Rudy's taken over as the starting center uh, speaks for itself. You know, world championships, Olympics, you know, defensive player of the year, all NBA team. You know, to me, this um, should be a non-conversation. And and the fact that we've gone on the run that we've uh, gone on, you know, the, the winning as much as anything speaks to itself. And and look, Rudy does it in such a way where there's just this huge, inordinate defensive impact, and maybe a few people that don't get to see it not in, not out like we do, uh, can't fully grasp um, his level of greatness. But I think Kenny Atkinson said it well with what he's done the last four years. Is he's starting? He needs to be starting to mention in, in the same breath as some of the all-time great defensive centers. And then you throw on top that, you know, he's one of the most efficient offensive players in the league. and He's improved uh, immensely since, he, since he's got here. So, again, same type of conversation um, that we're having with Donovan and, you know, Quinn and ownership, Justin, myself, you know, Walt Perrin, David Moreway, Linda Lucchetti, we're all, we couldn't be more pleased with, you know, our, our, our players and, you know, our, our two core pieces, if you will. Dennis, before I let you go, uh, going off the court for a moment, um, the news came out that Yale Miller and the Miller family is donating uh, $50 million to go to build a new um, children's hospital down in, in Lehigh. And I just want to point it out because, one, it's really, really cool. And, and get your comment on on working for an organization that, that puts its money quite literally where its mouth is on doing some good for the community. Uh, you know, I, my wife is on the board at Primary Children's. And, and so it's a place uh, and the people that, that run the the hospital work really hard. So those folks and the hospital itself is near and, and dear to us. And that level of commitment uh, to children's health care. I mean, we've all we've all been uh, in that position, Jake, where you, you have a loved one and in particular a child that's sick. And we had our daughter there for a week a couple of years ago and the level of care and expertise is just amazing and look what we do is entertainment uh the work that they're doing in hospitals our health care here is just so good locally and with primary children's being such a unique outreach you know it's it is it's a sense of pride and uh, my wife was actually at the announcement this morning, uh, and, and she, the first thing she did when 
uh, they got done with the announcement. She, she called. We knew that there was going to be a, a big announcement because we were at uh, a leadership retreat with the LHM group last week. Uh, we just didn't know exactly what it was going to be. So uh, when that was announced, uh, we were very excited and, and were uh, never surprised by Gail and the Miller's family's generosity, but the enormous uh, uh, giving, you know, and this particular gift is is really awe-inspiring if you think about it. Well, Dennis, uh, thank you, as always, for coming on. Your time is always appreciated. And, and hey, your, your family's contribution, really appreciated as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for paying attention to us, Jake. You betcha, Dennis. Thank you. Executive Vice President of the Utah of Basketball Operations for the Utah Jazz, Dennis Lindsay, kind enough to uh, come on and, uh, and give us a few minutes.